You're listening to The Range, Gardner-Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. Jeff in with you, along with Dr. Jeff Hartman. We're going to talk about exercise science. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me. Something uh, a little different this week. Something a little different this yeah, week. Yeah, not too much exercise related, although okay. I'll work it in somehow. Well, you know, diet, nutrition, all that stuff. Yeah, um, coffee. Oh. I'm one of the minority who, I don't touch this stuff. You don't like this stuff? Drives my wife crazy. I that's, like the stuff. That's one of our long-term uh, marital goals is for me to start drinking coffee. Wow. Well, there you go. And she's been big on, um, as most people see the news come across that supports something they're already doing, they like to wave it in other yes, people's faces. Yes, we do. And it does appear it's good for you. That seems to be what the literature is pointing towards. And I cho- choose my words carefully because um, We've seen coffee's good for everything from prolonging life to reducing your risk of death. It's been good for um, uh, helping decrease your risk of psoriasis of the liver. Um, All these like crazy, wow, coffee's good for you. Coffee's good for you, especially for women. You know, drink more coffee. It looks like three to four cups a day is what you should be taking in. So my wife is, why don't you start drinking coffee? And I think if you're careful with the literature, it's it reminds me a lot of what we've heard a couple of years back on um, on wine yeah. and how wine, you know, is supposed to have these heart health benefits. Right. But if you read closely, um, no one is recommending teetotalers to start drinking wine for the for these benefits. And I don't think any medical professional is telling people who aren't drinking coffee that you should start to reap these benefits. But I like to point out to my wife, a lot of the benefits associated with coffee are coming from postponing the withdrawal symptoms that you, you you would feel if you were to stop taking it. Right. So it's not so much that the coffee is giving you all these benefits. It's just masking your addiction a little bit longer. So I think what I wanted to get across... Um, if you're not drinking coffee, I don't think the literature is saying, you, hey, you need to start to get these benefits. And there seems to be a, sort of a magic bullet that would address a lot of these benefits that you're getting from consuming coffee, which is exercise. <laughs> you know, just going out and moving more. If you're really concerned about all the health benefits that potentially would come from coffee consumption, I could guarantee them to you if you go out and move for 30 minutes a day. Good advice, good advice. And You know, I'm... I'm all things in moderation. You know, there's no evidence that you need to quit drinking coffee if you do drink coffee. Nope. Like you say, there's no real evidence that, uh, you know, it's going to be this cure-all, help you tremendously. We know exercise will. We know moving will. Yep. But not necessarily. And I do know this from personal experience because I, I like coffee. Um, too much caffeine, it's not good for you. It, it, it wires you up, makes you feel weird. Yeah, that seems if you're one of those people who if you have a, a soda at night and it and it keeps you wired, you can't fall asleep, you're probably not the person who should start drinking coffee exactly. for its health benefits. Good advice. Dr. Jeff Hartman, if folks want to get in touch with you, learn more about the exercise science program here at Gardner Webb, how can they do that? You can email me, exsi at gardner-web.edu.